Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the Money Web at Midday Show. My name is Raik Vanikar and it seems to be another nervous Monday and most emerging markets have reacted quite negatively to Donald Trump's decision to unveil new tariffs on around $200 billion worth of Chinese imports. The rand is also slightly weaker and is back above the 15 rand to the dollar mark. On the corporate front, Sasfin and Petra Diamonds reported results, while Road Foods have issued a poor trading statement. The shares are trading down 10% currently. Uh, it has recovered from the initial drop by around 17%. And I'll speak to David Shapiro of Sasfin in a minute about these and other stories. But first, uh, let's look at the indicators. The JSC All Share Index down 1.2% currently standing at 55,893 points. Resources are virtually flat, 0.04% down. Industrials down 1.8%. Financials down 1.5%. And the gold index also down 1.6%. On international markets, the FTSE 100 down nearly 0.4%. The DAX down 0.4%. The CIC 40 has lost a third of a percent. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei gained 1.2%, while Shanghai shed one. 1.1 and Hang Seng also closed down 1.37% down. Let's look at some shares that are performing well. Kumba Iron Ore has gained 1.9%, Truefs up 1.7%, and South 32 and Anglos up 0.8%. On the downside, Aspen down another 3%, Goldfields has lost 2.9%, Nuspas down 2.7%, that is after a poor showing of 10 cents in Hong Kong. Uh, Pioneer Foods down 2.6%, uh, Life Health. Healthcare down 2.5%, Bitfest also losing 2.4%. The Rand is currently trading at 15 Rand and 3 cents against the dollar, 19 Rand 69 against the pound, and 17 Rand 50 against the euro. The euro is trading at $1.16, the pound at $1.30, Bitcoin at $6,497 or 99,870 Rand. Gold is trading at $1,196, platinum at $796.76, Brent crude uh, slightly higher at $78.36. And on the capital market, the R186 is standing at 9.24%. On the line, David Shapiro from uh, Sasfin. Uh, David, welcome to the show. What's up with Trump? Well, Trump, you can never understand what's going to happen, what's going to happen next. Look, he's under immense problems. He has immense problems that have, his popularity rating is falling and he has a, an election coming, a midterm election coming up soon. So he's going to do everything that he can in order to uh, prop up uh, votes and keep the Republican Party in charge of the House. Uh, Rake, what's interesting, though, you know, when you look at the polls, um, the economy is not really helping the Republicans. So um, who knows what's going to be next? Also, what's happened, what was very important, is that the Chinese have uh, basically rejected uh, a chance of talks, you know, um, um, and we don't know whether he's playing to, uh, you know, whether he's playing what game he's, what game they're playing as well. So it makes things very, very difficult to understand. And that uncertainty that is uh, challenging markets at the moment. You know, no one's sure where this is all going or whether this is a game or whether it's really going to result in um, an impact on global growth and, of course, on U.S. growth. So, difficult situation to unravel. Why <laughs> so, that's you, Mr. Trump. Why do you say uh, the U.S. economy is not benefiting the Republicans? Because it seems to be gaining momentum. 
It is. It is gaining momentum. But the problem is that they can't reconcile this with uh, his popularity rating falling and also how polls are, are moving towards the Democrats. So um, if, if you read, and I'm, I'm only going on what I've read over the weekend, it appears that uh, the Democrats will take um, the House of Representatives. Uh, so this is what's troubling the, uh, the Republican Party, and I suppose they are, um, you know, Trump's not sure which direction to move now because the economy is doing well. But um, that, that, that remains a conundrum. You know, that remains a difficulty. So this is all about Mr. Trump himself. Now uh, that, is, uh, that is hurting the Republican Party. But you, why, why we bring this up and why we discuss it is that you don't know what he's going to do next in order to try and you know, push up his ratings and, and, and so on. Uh, the problem now with the Chinese rejecting talks uh, it's going to hurt if they, if they do impose tariffs and Chinese counteract this. Uh, it's going to hurt, hurt a lot of the farmers, a lot of the belt, you know, the agricultural belt, which uh, are traditionally Republican supporters. So, <laughs> Rake, <laughs> if I sound confused or I sound like I'm trying to talk my way out of this or trying to understand it, it's because that's how we feel. We're not sure what this all means. Yeah, I don't think anybody understands, uh, mm. and especially as you say, it doesn't seem as if Trump's actions are positively affecting the economy. Um, but uh, interesting That's nonetheless. The worry. Yeah. yeah. But on the local market, uh, I just want to highlight banks are being hammered again. Um, yeah. You know, we see EPSA yeah. down 1.7, Capitec down 1.2, mm-hmm. Finbond, okay, well, that's a 1.4 down. First Rand down nearly 2%, NetBank down 0.1%, oh. an outlier there, uh, and Standard Bank down 1.5. Why are the banks specifically so hammered? And they've been hammered for a few weeks now, virtually on a daily basis. I, sp- I suppose this is all. Uh the local economy. I think there's all worries about uh, where this is going to lead to. But also remember that um, what we find is as money moves out of emerging market funds, out of the MSCI global fund or emerging market fund, of course it translates into automatic selling of uh, shares here. So it's very difficult to reconcile the flows and some of the daily movement. But I would imagine that uh, the flows out of emerging markets is going to continue and pressure on emerging currencies will continue until such time as we see weakness in the dollar. And who knows when that's going to happen, particularly against the backdrop of rising interest rates in the U.S. You know, for sure, um, we will get an increase uh, this month. So, Lake, that's what we're trying to reconcile ourselves with, is this, this move out of emerging markets and how this translates into uh, selling here. So, you kind of get brief uh, periods of respite, which we got on Thursday and Friday. But overall, you know, our JSE is down about 5 or what's it now? It will be now 5 6% uh, on the year as, um, as investors, uh, you know, reduce their exposure to emerging markets. And, of course, we're part of that. Yeah. I want you to put up your uh, hat as deputy chairman of SASFIN. Uh, SASFIN reported results not too long uh, ago. I think half an hour... <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm a, the securities. I'm a subsidiary of a subsidiary, but I've just sat through the presentation now, and and I think the results reflect what's happening in the economy, right? You know, it's it's things are very very difficult, but uh, um, there's there's a there's a very positive spin here, and a very positive outlook for uh, where the bank will position themselves. But you know, when I look through the numbers, it, it's no doubt that uh, most 
local businesses, particularly smaller businesses exposed to the South African economy, are going through the same kind of pressures. Can't make excuses for that. Yeah. Total income rose 4.5% to 1.2 billion rand. Headline earnings down nearly 40%. um, And uh, that is being attributed to um, uh, an an increased credit loss ratio. Um, What what is that? Well, it's exactly that. You know, uh, look, this is a bank that's exposed to smaller and medium sized enterprises. And I'm not involved in that, I'm on the wealth side. Mm. You know, I, I invest people's money. Uh, we did okay. You know, if you look through the balance sheet, you'll see that our side did well. But on the banking side, I think that's, 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 that's largely the economy. That's largely because of the clients to which they're exposed. And uh, you've seen it in, in all the results that have come out through the 30th of June. Um, if you analyze the results coming out, most companies uh, face difficult challenges as activity slowed yeah. down. As people felt the pressure of, um, you know, of, of the slowing economy. So I don't think, look, they're taking, I've got to give credit to Michael Sassoon and his team. So they're taking as much action as they can to turn it around. But um, I'm really not the right person to talk to about the bank. Other than I see our share price going down. That hurts. <laughs> I'm sure it hurts, and I'm sure there are some <laughs> options in the mix. Um, but uh, another country uh, company I, I like, actually, um, Petra Diamonds. I don't know if you followed mm-hmm. that closely. Revenues rose up 25%, nearly 500 million US dollars, um, and that is on the, the back of a 20% increase in diamond production. The profit of the mining business was up a third, um, but there were some um, massive impairments that uh, resulted in a net loss of uh, just around 200 million. What did you make of this? You've got you've got me on shallow ground there. <laughs> I, I I don't really follow Petra, but you know that's kind of mine where they can find one or two big stones and can turn things around. But it's not a bad operation. It's it's so small though. We hardly ever trade in uh, in Petra. Yeah. Um, we, I think the other ones, I know you might talk about Rhodes Food. That was disappointing as yeah. well. That was the one that I did follow. Yes, uh, Rhodes uh, Food, a poor trading uh-huh. update. Revenues uh-huh. uh, expects to be up 25%, but the, uh-huh. uh, no, I'm looking at the wrong one. Um, airline earnings is, is expected to be down up to 40%. Uh-huh. Um, and that, again, yeah. as, as yeah. with Sassman, it reflects the, the local situation. It, it is, and it's sad because it's a good operation. You know, they provide, I think one of their big customers is Woolworths. And, um, you know, as one would have expected with the growth in Woolworths that they would have done well, which is true. I have no doubt that their exposure to Woolworths and to the, uh, to the chain there would have, you know, put them in, in, in good order. But it does give you a reflection of what's happening in the, in the broader economy. And we've seen it in Tigers. We've seen it in Pioneer Foods. We've seen it in, uh, uh, you know, most of the other food businesses as well, that uh, they've been under severe pressure. So we can't turn away where you've, right, where you've got an economy that's growing. Uh, well, we're in recession, but I mean, if you go back 12 months, we're growing at a half a percent. You've got to expect this kind of pressure and these kind of challenges for corporates. It's very hard for them to, uh, you know, to, to just brush this aside and grow in the kind of uh, levels that we used to in the past. But I must admit, what we have to do, right, is try and, differentiate, you know, what was the economy and what was management and what could management have done in order to alleviate uh, these kind of, you know, the, the recessionary periods, the recessionary um, yeah. aspects of this economy. But we've spoken about several 
companies now and, and mm. most of them are really well managed, good companies. Yeah. And it seems like, don't, don't you think the sell down is a bit overdone? Probably. What, what action do you take? You know, it's always a challenge. Do we go into the market? I looked at Aston shares today again. I, you know, I've been quite exposed there. And you say, do we come in now? What you have to do is allow the sell-off to, to, to run its course. In other words, don't try, uh, don't try coming too early. And what you find is, and I always have an expression, that bottoms are made over time, not at a price. In other words, we may be at the bottom now in terms of, of where the market is, but what you have to do is just allow this bottom to fall. You know, you'll see it. It, it, it. Markets don't bounce back immediately. So you need this bottom to fall, and then we can come in. So what you're saying is probably right, but you're going to need confidence to start picking up. You're going to need uh, a turnaround in growth, even if it's a small turnaround. Those are the kind of signs you will look for before actually coming into the market. Well, it's like the Springboks on Saturday. Uh, everybody expected them to lose. Most Springbok supporters were pretty negative, and boom, they won. Now suddenly uh, we are the proudest rugby nation in the world again. Uh, we need to have the same happen in the markets. We've got to consolidate that win. Okay, that's the point I make. So we yeah. make one victory, great against All Blacks. We've got to win the next one and the next, uh, the next two games. And that starts to that will consolidate and that will bring confidence back to uh, you know to South African rugby and also position us well for next year. Yeah, so that's the point. Yes, we've got one victory now. We need a couple in a line to actually say yes. You know, you can back the team. And they so they mustn't let us down next time. They're gonna, <laughs> the next games are easy games. We beat New Zealand in New Zealand and we'll rack up 50 points. Be right, uh, careful what you say. <laughs> Thank you, David. That this was David Shapiro. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, David. David Shapiro is from Sasfin. And that's it for this uh, edition of the MoneyWeb Admiral Show from myself, Raik Finikark, and the MoneyWeb team. Thanks for tuning in. 